The Dale Jr. Download is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You going to any concerts this summer, man? I am. I'm seeing a concert in June. Hardy and Kit Moore. Love Hardy. In uh, Charlotte. I was so stressed getting the tickets. I'm going to be front row. I'm, gonna, I'm in the pit. When these tickets go out, man, I am online as soon as tickets open i don't want to miss a thing yeah you, you know you gotta act quick yes and when you want the best you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead it's like if you're hiring for a business you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up mm. so what's the best way to do that zip recruiter ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, and right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or the neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Dalton, this probably sounds real familiar to you. It does. I just bought a house last year. And, you know, you asked, uh, why can't all this information be in one place? Well, now it is. On homes.com, they've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. What do you think? Did it get out? I am weird. Dude. You are weird. <laughs> Mr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> That family picnic sometimes <laughs> gives you more than just a potato salad. That's the voice of my co-host and one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Mike Davis. We're screwed. Who's that mean? No, we're not standing in that box together in our underwear. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Mike? Oh, my God. That is hilarious. So we are uh, doing the Thursday edition of the Dale Jr. Download on the ride home from Lernerville Speedway. You're gonna hear some other voices besides mine and Mike Davis's, uh, L.W. Miller and Wyatt Miller, Wyatt the Thriller Miller, are in the plane with us. Uh, Steven Stephens up front as well. He may chime in when when he thinks we get some things incorrect. But um, we had a fun night, and all of this. Uh, was made possible because of a, a trade that I did with Larson where he's going to run in the car store, which he did earlier this year. And so we decided, all right, for, uh, we'll come out to one of your races. He invited us to Lernerville. I ran this track on iRacing. It was really cool to be here in person after running it so much on iRacing and never been here in real life. Massive crowd of people, awesome crowd, packed house. 60 some cars, guys. 60. 60, 65 right. cars. 
a um, lot of racing and it happened in a relatively short period of time and we were on the highway after the checker flag of the feature at around 10 o'clock would I, wouldn't that be right that's about right yeah so i will say got the day started off on a rough note um we get into the car into the rental car and we went uh, less than a mile down the road and uh lw had already complained about the music and we had to change the station three times in the first mile from the back seat yeah right it, it, it wasn't bad three times and you finally got it right yeah what 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 were you wanting what did you not want i wanted some country music that wasn't going to put us to sleep that's your dad by the way that <laughs> wheels up <laughs> wheels up so we um we got to the uh racetrack but on, on the way to the racetrack, we get a call from the pilots of the airplane. that somebody lose some money? And it's no quicker than the pilots getting that out of their mouths. Steven Stephan, who's driving the car, says, I have, I did, I, I lost some money. And we were, uh, you know, a little, I was a little skeptical about how quickly he uh, jumped at the that the the opportunity to claim this money, but it turns out that it definitely was Stephen's money. Well, he, he didn't lost. even check his pocket. He yeah. said it said it was his. Didn't even check his pocket. You You're didn't right. check your pocket. He wouldn't. He refused to check his pocket. Right. Because he didn't want to be wrong. He didn't want to still have his money and then not be able to claim the new money. And where did they find this cash, by the way? Where was it, Stephen? Outside the airplane is on the tarmac. That's your guy. Yeah. So, so now Stephen, he's on. He brought the cash so we could get some. He, we could get some track food, some refreshments, which is part of our experience, right? We're gonna get some chicken tenders and French fries and hot dogs and all that stuff. So he's got the money, but now he don't have the money. <laughs> he had to take a loan. LW <laughs> hands him a hundred dollar bill and lays it on the center console of the car as we're driving into the racetrack. We park, a little bit of confusion about parking. I think uh, Stephen got a little flustered. We get parked and we get out of the car and we walk away. <laughs> the, uh, the, the camera crew comes in and parks behind us, parks next to us a few minutes later. We're, we're on into the autograph signing portion of the day. And the camera guys find our car sitting there with the window down, the door open, and the $100 bill laying on the console. <laughs> so we, we weren't an hour rough, into Pennsylvania. Rough, we rough were, entry. We'd already we dumped $100 onto the tarmac of the airport. Yeah. And then we, LW leaves a $100 bill. And we leave. By the way, what, no, no, you, you left it there. It could have been Dale that actually left the door open, though. It could have been Dell, yeah. or it could have been you, Wyatt. It could have been me. Yeah. You were the, he, he would have got out. It could have been you. I got out before. What? I got out before. You got out before him? Yeah. All right, so you're not taking ownership? You're just going to blame, you're going to let Steven take all the fall here? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, if we know anything, we know the people of Pennsylvania are honest. The people of Pennsylvania are honest because they let, they left that $100 bill sitting there with the door wide open. Yeah. We got there, we went and signed autographs uh, with Larson right away, and uh, which was a great time. Uh, we got to chat a little bit, 
and um, during my autograph session, uh, right after that, we went over and, and went to a stage and did a Q&A, which ended up being yesterday's show. That's right. Brad, um, Brad Sweet. Right. Tyler so Sweet. that was that was the that was the the Wednesday Dale Jr. download. Well, <coughs> one of the coolest things happened um, for me made me really uh, made my trip. From that moment on, everything was going to be gravy. This guy hands me this bag. And he says, uh, he says, hey, man, this is the Buddy Baker shirt. And I knew exactly what he meant right away. And uh, he, he, I said, I started to ask him a question. And he goes, you've been looking for this shirt for Amy, haven't you? And I said, yeah, but I bet you it ain't the one, it ain't the Buddy Baker shirt I'm talking about. And he says, pull it out of the bag. Right, and so I pull the shirt out, and this is it—the Grey Ghost Buddy Baker shirt. All right, and so eh, might be a little big for Amy, but anyways, Amy lost. This was the very first throwback shirt that Amy ever ever had. I gave her a lot of throwback shirts in the last several years, and she wears some of them, but that was the one that she bought. She picked it out. She bought it off of a, 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 a thrift store website or like a, you know, she she saw, see, she saw it, liked it, purchased it, didn't even know who Buddy Baker was. She liked the shirt. She wore it a lot, but it got uh, burned up in her luggage in the plane crash at Bristol. It was gone, and I've been looking high and low for this shirt, and because uh, it's kind of rare, 1979-1980 Buddy Baker shirt. This guy hands it to me right there in the crowd, and I, I said to him, I said, Buddy, I cannot wait to take it home and show Amy. And so I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, by the time you hear this, I have showed it to her. But oh, so she, you haven't told her. Anything. I haven't told her, her exactly. I texted her and said I got a surprise for you. And uh, so I'll, you know, we get home. It's a little large, you know. The shirt she had, I think, was maybe a little smaller, but we'll see. Still, that is pretty cool. So yeah. that happened right after the stage. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that. Coming. Yeah, I didn't either. But look, there was a good crowd, and so you get this shirt. Your night was made. Yeah. That was that was uh, that is a pretty amazing story. I didn't even realize that that shirt got burned up. You say you told the story. Apparently, heard you say it on a podcast, right? He must have. A lot of podcast fans out there. We appreciated it. There was a lot of people saying just some amazing things. Yeah. So yeah, we did get a lot of compliments about people, people there telling us they listened to our work, our yeah. show. I was, I'm, I'm always kind of surprised about it too because you just never do expect it. Yeah. But you're gonna run into all these people that listen to it. I was surprised by the variety of fan, the young kids, older folks that have been going there for their entire life. Um, I wanted to get in a push truck. Heard that that's something I needed to do. And so uh, next time I go to, to a race, maybe I'll drive it, but I just wanted, I didn't want to do it wrong. The driver of the push truck was Karen. She's been doing this for 21, 22 years. She does over 50 races a year. She runs a hotel. Well, she does 75, but this year has been 50. 
um, at this point. She runs. She runs a. Not, ho- he it's was not a real the- fact unless it says it's the microphone. Seventy five. <laughs> Karen runs go. a hotel, a Hampton Inn. She put. She runs a push truck from Florida to, U- to New York State. She uh, is well liked by the other push truck drivers because she brings cookies. Oh, the lady that brought cookies and Wyatt was like all over that, right? You ate one, two. Karen, no shame in your game. Karen's from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. She was extremely nice. We did our flow. We did our Jones or John. Okay, we did our um, flow interview from her push truck. And she then was getting lit up on her phone by people texting her about seeing her on oh, float. That's cool. That was great. That was a great experience. One of the other cool things that I thought was uh, lucky and fortunate for us to see was the track record get broken. 21-year-old track record was broken by Brad Sweet. Brad Sweet had the track record. 21 years ago? Wow. Really? I don't know if he's been running for 21 years. But anyhow, I believe they said it was a 21-year record. And so who set the record tonight? No, the Brad. last record was in 2017, and it was Brad. And then Brad set it again. They, I thought that, I heard of I thought I heard of the a 21-year-old record. No, That's probably no, possible, isn't it? 2017 was the last time it was See, we need a fact checker in the studio all times. I gotta be honest with you. So far, Wyatt's been pretty much on the money tonight with all his facts. So, well, I, I had just drank one of those iron steel beers. <laughs> iron City beers. Oh, iron City beers. <laughs> I had one of those tonight. Maybe it's just got. Maybe I. Maybe I misheard that. Uh, that statistic. While they look up the track record. Which is why Wi-Fi on this plane ain't going to be all that great. No, that'll be looking a while. Um, we, you know, we're watching the race. We watched a lot of races, and that was great. Thought that Kyle Larson was going to win. He bicycled and went over the edge. I don't know how he saved it. I thought he was flipping. Went over the cushion. Yeah. We learned a lot about the cushion tonight. Why it thought us. Brad's going to win it, and he he got he got into a little bit of trouble. And who ended up winning the race? David Gravel. David Gravel. Driving that number two. Yeah. Um, Did you see the replay? Because while we were watching it in the car ride back, I didn't know if Wyatt, if you could see it. But, yeah, it looked like... Uh, Rico runs second. That's right. After Brad got into the into the cushion uh, with like a lap or two to go. So Rico got him right at the end. Rico got him? Rico oh, finished no, second. Rico got second, yeah. Rico oh. finished second, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brad Sweet ended up third. Because David passed him before that round. Yeah. yeah. About okay. six to go. Yeah. Pretty incredible racing. The, um, so the race was fantastic. We got to stay to the very end. Um, getting out of there wasn't all that, tr- that much trouble. I think the best part of the night, though, for me, was on the ride home when I changed LW's phone from <laughs> English to Spanish. You guys don't even know about this. Tell him what. Tell him what happened. Wait, he was or, looking at. Where, what, what were you doing? Well, I was trying to read some texts and emails that I got, and I 
and I thought that I had a virus on my phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I just ignored it, and I, I finally got to read my texts. And uh, He I, was looking at trucks oh, on yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Well, and, we're trying to buy... We're, <laughs> this, wait, wait, wait. We're and, trying to uh, buy a new farm truck, and he got an email with some, a list of a few trucks. And he said, I said, what are you doing? He said... I'm looking at these trucks, but I think they're out of our price range. I said, how many pesos are they? <laughs> so he changed it to pesos. Yeah, that was Dale had texted me a few minutes earlier, and he goes, uh, wait, he, he goes, hey, I, I sent you a text. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what's what's going on here? I look at the text, he goes, I changed LW's phone to Spanish. Well, so early, earlier in the night, the service was a little hit or miss there at Lernerville. And Dale told me that I need to turn my phone on to 5G. 3G. 3G. <laughs> well, no, I thought you said I needed 5 You needed to take it off of 5G. Okay, off of 5G. So I got to look at my phone, and he looks at my phone, and he just handed it back to me. He said, you don't have it. So so he texts me, he says, I've, I've changed LW's phone to Spanish. So I'm just sitting up there waiting for LW to... Realize meltdown. He's looking at his phone and got to go through it. He's little, reading along. Reading along. Little, little, <laughs> little does everybody give me credit. Be, I am, you know, bilingual, so. Okay. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So then that's what Dale says. How many pesos are you going to pay for that truck? And it was funny. Yeah. And then he goes, change it back. <laughs> that is funny, funny to do. That is Yes. All I'm right. surprised when he was being so picky about the music, he didn't want to change it to uh, Latin music. Yeah. <laughs> Latin, like samba. <laughs> so, big biggest takeaway of the night for you, Mike? I loved when during the heat races, we were on the infield, and uh, we, we kind of went to different parts of the infield. And when we went over to turn three and four, turn three and four, I don't know, Dale, if you got terribly close to the track, but man... That was an ins- that was just an amazing sensation watching them rip around that turn, have the car pointed at you in the infield, and then just sliding all the way through four. It, and at the speeds that they were carrying, man, it it is. Uh, I know that a lot of people that go to races say this all the time, but like, you know, the, the TVs just don't do it justice, right? Be- being right there and seeing those things and the power, the horsepower. It's just, it was amazing. I, uh, I I agree with that. That was awesome. And I didn't know how fast they were going, but Kyle Larson came over and talked while you were in the pace truck. And he said they're running 145 miles an hour at the end of the straightaway where wow, we were standing. Dang. Yeah, it, it's, it, you can't even fathom that they're going that fast. At a four tenths of a mile racetrack. Yeah. That's that unbelievable. Yeah. So well, that was, that was probably the biggest thing. Also just the, uh, the, the passion of the fans they've been such big just this is a Tuesday night like this is a Tuesday night and they had that thing packed out in you know what is it an hour north of Pittsburgh or so and um, this is man that's hardcore racing right there that's yeah. that's blue collar America I'll never forget it it was a, it was a pleasure being amongst them that's absolutely true man it was uh, very the fans were very passionate excited welcoming. Um, Kyle and Brad were gracious hosts, and we uh, we did get a, an incredible experience. My um, I thought my, my favorite part was watching when the track was at its peak in speed, and Brad went out there to qualify and put down an incredible lap. Just how fast that car went into turn one and changed directions—it seemed to defy physics. 
it was uh, it just really fun to watch. Yeah. And the level of bravery and commitment to drive a car like that, at that limit, it's very, very rare. Only a few people on this earth can do what he, he can do. Um, so that's that's pretty incredible. Why? Why will one day do that? He wants to. I will one day do that. I have no doubt. Yeah. I have no doubt because let me tell you something. Wyatt was teaching me all about the cushion. He was telling me all about the stuff. I mean, he was telling me, and he's like, and he goes, I'm a cushion guy. He likes yeah. to be up there by the cushion. So don't look at Wyatt for any of that inside uh, low line stuff. He's going up high. The, uh, the honorable mention uh, was when we were actually watching the A feature on the, or the A main on the outside of the track, and then we were in turns three and four, and my gosh, do they kick up some dirt oh, when you're on the outside. It's like, yeah. it, you could feel that stuff just hitting How you. How lucky it's, are you when you're on the infield? Because so, yeah. you're no I, dirt flying big, in your face down chain. there. We, we stayed clean all night long until like 10 to go, and we decided to walk up to the wall outside of turn four. Not a smart move, Got right? covered. <laughs> and the other thing I'll say is that, you know, if anybody that's listened to this hasn't listened to our Wednesday episode and our conversation with Brad and, Kyle, that that was a pleasure. Listening to them talk about just the the business of the series, which we find very interesting, right? It's like it's a pretty big ambitious venture that they're doing. They're starting their own series. You know, it, it's interesting about what that means in terms of the world of outlaws and how they the world of outlaws has sort of kind of amended some things to let drivers run in both series, which I think is pretty pretty good, pretty awesome of them. So this was a fifty thousand dollar to the winner payout. This was a, I mean, that is a big money. That's a fifty thousand dollar on a Tuesday night. That's a, that's doing it right there. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I, I was um, super impressed listening to Brad talk and Kyle talk, and you know, we're friends with Kyle, and, and we know Brad from the days of him driving at Junior Motorsports with us. But to hear the promoter sides of them, it was really cool, and I thought that they represented themselves in their series awesome when they were speaking of why they do what they're doing how they're doing what they're doing like they're, they didn't you guys didn't ask them one question that stumped them i mean they know exactly why they're doing and and, and what their plans are i mean i was super impressed and and brad was yeah brad carried that for sure you know dale one of the things that actually also reminded me I, you and i hadn't even had a chance to talk about it but like i get the sense that kyle is in this for the same reason you're doing cars, and that is you guys are trying to grow the grassroots and grow this types of these uh, local racetracks, and you're trying to grow the series. That's why they're doing it. That's why you're in cars. There's no other reason, right? It's also awesome to try to learn what their successes are, what is compar comparable, what is comparable to the car store. What are they doing? that we could learn from right and so i think that's really what started my my initial thought to ask kyle if he wanted to do us like a, a trade so that he could come to the selfishly so he could come to the car store and tell us i like this i don't like this i didn't like this i didn't enjoy that that could be better things like you know our show right and then we'd have the opportunity to go to his event and 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 see why you know what they do successfully and so it was a it was a great learning experience for me 
and uh, I'll go to I'll go to many more of these these outlaw winged outlaw and high limit races. I think the next thing we need to do now, Mike, is go to a late model dirt late model race. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, we need to go to um, Tulsa. Oh, Tulsa. Yes, you need to go yeah. to Tulsa. You, you can preempt it uh, for the Tulsa shootout the week before and then go to the Chili Bowl. That's a quite an experience. And I do think that you hit it on the head, Mike. When Dale was speaking up there on the stage, like Brad's answers of what they're doing was the promoter and a businessman who's trying to create a career up a different path for his racing. But Kyle's answers to the questions of why they're doing what they're doing, it was for the racers. And, and when he was answering that, it made me think exactly of Dale of the cars tour he's doing it for the racers so they have a great place to race and kyle's reasoning for you know hey if late model guys can run for x amount of money why can't the sprint car guys have shows that are that big and run for that money and you know his answers were truly because i think he wants to do this to support and give, give the racers a great place to race you know that reminds me of dale's venture with the cars tour as well i thought that well, you're spot on with that i, I listened to him down on stage i thought yep that's the same yeah that was a fun conversation. I enjoyed that. All right. All right, Wyatt, Final any thoughts. closing thoughts? No. Close us down, man. T tell us. What do you want me to tell you? Give us a, hit us with a fact. You know what? Who was the one driver that we were hoping to see tonight, but he wasn't there? We wanted to see Bill Rose. Bill Rose. That's who we care about. And, we, and, and Wyatt and I, uh, I think we've scored a couple Bill Rose t-shirts we got coming on way. Yeah. We're excited about that. We are. <laughs> what goes around comes around, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. For the first time ever, Dirty Mo Media is taking its hit podcast to the streets. We'll be live, and we'll be in front of real people. Uncensored, unapologetically authentic, and totally unprepared, so it's business as usual. But here's the catch. We'll be talking about our real lives and racing like we never had before stories that we never dreamed would be broadcast in front of a live audience until now and the only way to hear these stories is by coming to dirty mo live dale jr and friends at the westgate las vegas resort and casino it's friday october the 13th go to dirtymomedia.com live or ticketmaster to join me and mike davis from the dale jr download and brett griffin freddie Kraft, and tj majors from door bumper clear and we're going to spill the tea on each other when you have decades long careers in nascar you have highlights lowlights and more stories than you know what to do with for example the time me and mike davis got an argument during the race or the time that tj majors went completely radio silent on me while spotting for me during an event yeah we're going to hear those stories and more so come out to the westgate resort and casino on friday october 13th to see dirty mo live dale jr and friends Get your tickets on Ticketmaster or visit DirtyMoMedia.com slash live. That's DirtyMoMedia.com slash live to get your tickets, or you can find them on Ticketmaster. Come join us on Friday, the 13th, for Dirty Mo Live, Dale Jr. and Friends. Things are bound to get crazy. 
Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get the cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy all-in-one solution that will restore your cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's a great time to drop in and see what Hannah Newhouse's been up to lately with the Short Track Insider. Welcome back to another episode of Short Track Insider. And man, don't blink or it's going to be 2024 because... That's honestly how I feel this year has just flown by, but don't worry because series and crown jewel races are still on the schedule and teams and tracks are, well, they're still getting after it. Let's start with some national news. Connor Hall was named your 2023 NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Champion. And if you're unfamiliar with how that works, all of the home tracks across the country uh, that compete under the NASCAR banner all have different divisions, and usually their Division One is uh, usually a late model of some sort. So Division One competitors all across the country compete with each other in a point system, and Connor Hall able to beat out all of those across the country. He made 26 total starts that contributed towards the point system, and of those 26 starts, he won 18 races with wins coming at Langley Speedway, Hickory Motor Speedway, and Southern National Motorsports Park. So definitely a big year for Connor Hall. Uh, We've obviously talked about him from winning big late model races around this uh, southern region of the country as well. And hey, this accolade, he hopes that it's going to open some doors for him in the higher levels of racing. So congratulations, Connor, on that. Uh, That's definitely a big feat to be able to add to your resume. That's a pretty good segue, though, because there was even more late model racing and action this past weekend as the Valley Star Credit Union 300 took place over the weekend at Martinsville Speedway. Uh, The Crown Jewel event drew more than 80 late models and, well, it was four chaotic heat races. And that's an understatement because it definitely uh, took a little while to get going on some of them. But nonetheless, it dwindled that field down for the 200 lap feature event. And it's so weird for me, this event always being called, of course, the Valley Star Credit Union 300 because it is four heat races that are 25 laps each being 100 laps and then the 200 lap feature. So uh, just to answer that question, because trust me, I had that question at one point too. But a lot of big names went there looking for their chance at, if not a second clock, but there was even more looking for their first Martinsville clock and end up in victory lane. And it literally came down to the length of the front stretch between Landon Huffman and Trevor Ward. Those two raced each other like absolute veterans for the handful of the last couple laps and just knowing what was online. Uh, And if you haven't seen the video, it's all over social media as well. Definitely go check that out. It was fun to watch. But it was Trevor Ward who was able to prevail as him and his family-run team bested them all and won the biggest race of the year. More from this past weekend. It was a big one at the Big E of Eldora Speedway as Four Crown took place. This event, of course, hosts sprint cars, silver crown, midget, and non-wing sprint cars. 
but it was Logan Seavey who was able to add his name to the history books along the likes of Jack Hewitt and Kyle Larson as we swept the USAC portion of the event winning in the non-wing, the midget, and the silver crown car. So needless to say, man, it's been a big year for Logan Seavey who also captured the Chili Bowl Championship. He's always a threat every single time he shows up to the racetrack and clearly it doesn't matter what he shows up in, the kid's capable of winning just about anywhere in anything. But let's get you guys up to speed on this weekend and who's racing where and when and where you can watch it. There's another big key marker midget race this week, though, happening on Thursday and Friday inside of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. For those who are unfamiliar, there is actually a dirt track inside, along with many other things, including, of course, that golf course, uh, the snake pit. But there is a dirt track inside Indianapolis Motor Speedway that hosts the BC39 event every single year, of course, honoring Brian Clausen and Driven to Save Lives. And it's drawn the call of over 70 midgets. You can watch this event both on Thursday and Friday on Flow Racing. And another big sprint car race on the docket as the World of Outlaws sprint cars invade Pennsylvania. And the posse square up against the Outlaws for the National Open at Williams Grove. And one of the guys that's probably favored going into the weekend is David Gravel as he's coming off a $50,000 to win high limit series race on Tuesday at Lernerville and He's hoping to pad that pocketbook with an extra $75,000 that's on the line on Saturday with the World of Outlaws. And of course, Gravel right now sitting second in the points, hoping to close that gap on Brad Sweet. And man, the money would just be a bonus. The World of Outlaw Late Models also head to Chillicothe, Ohio to Atomic Speedway for a two-day show on Friday and Saturday. And you can catch all things outlaw-related, of course, each and every weekend on Dirt Vision. I'll be headed to Chillicothe with uh, the late models and man just looking forward to some racing in some sweatshirt weather. For my pavement friends, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour is heading south. They'll be over at North Wilkesboro Speedway this weekend, and you can watch the Ground Pounders take on one of NASCAR's revived tracks on Saturday on Flow Racing. And finally, it's the 61st running of the Milk Bowl at Thunder Road Speedway in Barrie, Vermont, as the Pro All-Star Series and the ACT take over the weekend. As if the bragging rights and payout of winning the Milk Bowl on Sunday aren't enough, you can tune into Flow Racing all weekend long and see who gets to kiss the cow. And that is a literal thing because they actually bring a cow to Victory Lane and it's tradition to plant one on it. And the pictures are some of my favorite things to usually come out of Milk Bowl weekend. Again, you can watch that all weekend long on Flow Racing. Hopefully you guys enjoy your weekend at your local track with your pumpkin spice latte, your pumpkin spiced beer, whatever floats your boat. Just get out there, support these tracks and drivers, and we will catch you up on the next episode of Short Track Insider. All right, everybody, it's time for Flying Lap. We're going to listen to a clip from Dirty Mo Doe. This is the five bets to watch from Talladega. Five bets to watch brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. We're going to start with the favorite. I think it's his week. We all think it's his week. Top of the predictor, top of the odds. Brad Kazlowski to win. I mean, he pushed his, his teammate slash employee, Christopher Busher, to the win. I think it's time that Brad Kazlowski pulls out and wins for himself. So we love that win. The second best uh, DraftKings bet to watch. Let's talk about it. I think Byron and Hamlin chop, right? Can you can you bet against Hamlin? Are you going with the numbers and taking Byron? No, I no, I'm not no. No, you're sticking with DH. Yeah. I love it. I think it. Byron just hangs around. He, he wasn't in the race last week until the end. And then he was in. And yeah. then he won. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, he's, what's the reverse of a lawn chair? He's, he's that. <laughs> he's that. He's a towel on the beach. <laughs> all right. Five bets to watch brought to you by DraftKings. Let's go all the way over to Group B. Bubba, Elliot, Hamlin, Logano. Are you telling me you're taking Hamlin in that group? Nope. Your pick is? Chase Elliott. I think I have to go with that as well. The professor agrees. Group B, Chase Elliott. Um, how about some top tens? We talked about it. Mr. Smiley, the kid's great. Carson Hosevar for a top ten at plus 160 because he's smiling and he's happy and legacy is so fast. And then the other one, we saved it to the end. It's Chop's favorite bet on the board, Eric Jones to win. Eric Jones to win for the Chop is our fifth and final DraftKings five bets to watch. All right, it's time for White Flag. A new episode of Dirty Mo' Doe will be out later today. Steve Chopper and the professor will have all of your best bets for the upcoming race at Talladega. And make sure to get your tickets for our live show. That'll be at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. It's Friday, October the 13th. You want to go to dirtymomedia.com slash live, or you can go to Ticketmaster to get your tickets We'd love to see you come out there and check out the live show. It's kind of going to be a, a Dirty Mo Media showcase. Door Bumper Clear guys will be with us as well. Should be a lot of laughs, a little bit of arguing. The TV schedule this weekend, the Truck Series is racing at Talladega. That's on Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. And on Sunday, the second round of the Cup Series playoffs heats up at Talladega. 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. And the NBC Sports app. That's the way I've been watching it here lately. Mm, like when we have practices and stuff and they don't have me booked to be on the practice. The NBC Sports app. Super simple. All right. Have a great week, y'all. And we're going to see you in Talladega. Check out Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.